Hello there, it is Elspeth Jackman here with Andrew Mills. Oh, this is great because Andrew, who's sitting opposite me here, you used to sit opposite me almost every month on my Radio Verulam Christian programme and talk with, I call it, sensitivity and bite <laughs> on all sorts of subjects. Right, used to, because there was a point a few years ago when I was banned from presenting a Christian programme just because I, I suppose, the Radio Verulam and powers that be, did not want Jesus featured at all. Anyway, living the Christian life means forgiveness. So I'm really happy to be doing podcasts. Now, Andrew, welcome to start with. Oh, thank you very much. It's great to be back. It's been a long time, actually. Mm, I saw that little red car and thought, have I seen that before? It's an unusual one. Yes, I have. Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, There's a big change in your life. After your lovely Chrissy left this life for a glorious one in heaven, another lady became your friend, Joanne. And now you've been married for um, how many years? Um, uh, it was two years in uh, November, just gone. Right. We married in November 2019, so that's we're now January oh. 2022. So, yeah. In, so you had to... Um, did I say November? I mean October. Yes. What am I doing? It's... No, it was October. It was the 19th of October, 2019. 1910, 19. When the dogs the, came up with the keys. Yes, yeah. Oh, tell us, people won't know about that. Well, but in their marriage... It was, it was great that you were there. And, um, you know, I, rem I rem remember you being there. We had a, a, an absolute church full at St Mary's in Redbourne. So it was my local parish church. And it was, it was packed to the roof almost. So, so many people there. And um, yes, one thing we decided to do, because our dogs had been so implemental in, in our meeting one another, we met through dog walking. That's oh, what I'm yes. trying to say. Yes. Um, our dogs had an awful lot to do that. We decided to involve them in our wedding ceremony. So uh, with the help of a friend who is a, um, a, a, beh a behavioralist and one or two right. other areas of specialty with dogs, I was going to say it sounds he, risky. <laughs> he trained he trained them quite crudely in over a, in a really short space of time okay. to be ring bearers. Wow! So all that needed was obviously a physical contraption on each of their collar to hold the ring, mm -hmm. his and hers, and uh, then at the, the appointed time they needed to be uh, obviously brought into the church up to the um, uh, where we were obviously at the. At the, the front, the front, the front of the church, front of the yeah, congregation, yeah. in order to deliver the rings to the best man. That must be a one-off. It was hilarious. Have you heard of it being done before? No, no. But I'm so <laughs> I'm so glad we had the whole lot videoed because it. it <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, uh, we, we 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 let our imagine imagination run away with us just a little bit, even to the point when that we introduced the the dog's entry into the church. With that wonderful little bit of, uh, um, I don't know if you'd call it drum and bass or dance, but who let the dogs out? Woof, woof, oh, that right. one. And uh, everyone thought, what the heck's going on here? <laughs> oh. Now you say you kind of met through dogs. How does we that did. happen? We did. Well, over a period of um, probably, uh, I, I'd been walking my dogs i had one and then i had two and then the old one died and then i had just the one but i had been walking dogs um in harpenden at the um 
It's called the Highfield Oval, or just the, the, the ground around it. Mm. It's it's now owned by Youth with a Mission, YWAM. Yes. And they are, they're very good neighbours because they, uh, they make available their land for people to walk in free mm. of charge. If you have a dog, they do ask that you actually pay a, a, a modest amount of money for, as a permit. Yes, to and help scoop uh, up their what's it scoop up their thing their deposits <laughs> yes so <clears throat> i'd been walking dogs there at that point i mean since since about 1998 or something and then a long about 10 years later uh, maybe 11 or 12 years later i was so deeply by then it, deeply into caring for my then wife chrissy yes. yeah. who was who had chronic disabilities and uh, so i was her carer and i would one of my escapisms escape uh, my areas of escape and, and, and re uh, revitalization was to get out with the dog and just walk in the fresh air, mm -hmm. which she needed walking anyway. And um, we had a, at the time, I mean, it's still, it still is the case, a really great friendship crowd of people of friends who would just oh, chat nice. with one another. And yeah. I've got, um, uh, through that activity, I, I, something else important happened in my life, which I'll talk about later yes, if you well, ask we've me. We've got lots of dog walkers around here because there's nice little roads and lanes. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and you see them and they must be friends. It's a know. great way of meeting people. Mm. It really is. And so, um, long story short, I, um, this lady who I met who was, who was a friend, after my, my, uh, my late wife, Chrissy, had passed away, um, within about sort of a year and a half or so, we sort of noticed each other and we started dating. Nice. And um, and so the dogs are now those those same two dogs are in our home and they're an important part of our life. You know. And they get on with each other tremendously well. There's oh. an age difference, just as, just as there's an age difference between me and Joanne. Yes. <laughs> there's an age difference between the dogs as well. Oh, oh how lovely. Right, but it will um, mean that you have a particular pattern of life, you know, who uh, takes the dog a walk and when, and that you've always got to do them. They've got to be respected well, with food and walks yes, and everything. I'm the principal feeder. Um, in terms of walking and exercise, our two dogs get involved with the family business. Uh, what See, is the family business? Joanne, Joanne brought with her uh, 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 her ongoing canine care business which involves mm. some walking for yeah. clients' dogs, some daycare, some boarding, and also she's consulted on advice to do with nutrition <gasps> and increasingly behaviour too. She's, she's a qualified veterinary nurse. Right. I didn't know that animals uh, were part of the package with you. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, now, I'm, I'm now, I call myself CPO of the business. CPO? Chief Poo Officer. <laughs> <laughs> I could oh. be chief feeding officer, CFO, oh. which is a bit more polite, I think. But Do you have any uh, near-end life uh, sad situations? I suppose you would, really. Um, well, I think both of us, having been involved in dogs in our lives... For, and dogs, I mean. Yeah, yes. Um, certainly have had to say goodbye to some, some really, really great friends and family members who were dogs. Um, at this current time, um, we've, we've had some respite in that area. Nice. But Jessie, my, my Vimarana, she's now 13, 13 and a half, nearly. Whoa. Uh, so she probably hasn't got all that much long to go, but she's in very good shape, I have to say. I remember painting her. You uh, did? Yes. Goodness me. I've still got that painting, too. <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah. Oh, what aspects of life or things you do besides dogs do you still do? I suppose dogs have squeezed out certain things, haven't they? 
Um, well, it's it's. I think it's it's just it's made me plan my time a, a bit more right. uh, carefully. I mean, I'm not you know, I'm not sort of eight hours a day, um, seven days a week or five days a week doing dog related things. Right. There are certain times of the day when there are certain priorities. The mornings tend to be busy. The afternoons less so. Right. For me, at least. Um, yes. But, and uh, did you have a business? I forget before this that you continue well, in part. Yeah. Well, way back, um, whilst I was still caring for Chrissy, mm. um, I had I was self-employed as a consultant. And, right. Um, of course, you wouldn't so have all that much time. I had an office. For Chrissy. Well, essentially, that it it required more and more time. The caring side. Uh, but I had some very understanding clients at the time who mm. who didn't insist I have to turn up at their offices all the time. Mm, yeah. That gradually sort of tapered down until I officially retired round about round about two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight. Mm. I, that's where I sort of really stopped doing anything. Mm. Um, but one thing I remember you did do. I think you had an instrument. Isn't that right? Oh, voice. music. Music. Well, that was again one of the things that sprang out of dog walking. <laughs> really? One of my good friends, dog walking, uh, a dear friend called Roger, who in fact was our best man at our wedding, just in case you, ha you have seen him. Roger said to me one day, do you play any musical instruments, Andrew? And I said, well, I used to play bass guitar way back when I was late teens, early 20s, in, you know, rock and roll situation. He said, did you really? He said, oh, well, I'm a guitarist. He said, I've been playing guitar all my life. And I've been done various band things semi-professionally here and there. I said, oh, how interesting. And he said, do you still have a bass guitar? And I said, no. no. I, but anyway, it took a little bit of time, but I eventually I did acquire a bass guitar and an amplifier. And I told him about it. And he was delighted. And he said, come on over. Let's start rehearsing. Mm. Well, I'm always intrigued by bass guitars because they're nothing without other instruments, are they? Just go ping, um, ping, ping. Or perhaps I don't know. Well, bass guitars are are not well known as a as a solo instrument but there are one or two really clever players mm -hmm. who don't need other instruments they are that good <laughs> all right um i'm not that good <laughs> <laughs> i prefer playing with the safety of um other instruments what do the dogs think of your playing do they oh uh, they're, they're pretty they're pretty you know, they're, they're, they don't got mind. Used to you. they don't mind they just say oh he's off he's, he's doing it again Yes. Um, <laughs> um, so that was another thing that came out of dog walking as well, yeah. It was, yes. Yeah, so because I, and Roger, Roger is the lead guitarist in the band that I'm in, mm. and we we do um, um, cover versions of rock and roll hits between the 1950s and the 1970s. Right. That's basically our general area of operation. Sounds good. Everything from um, I don't know the. From from Eddie Cochran to the Eagles, if you like. <laughs> and, who, and so are these more elderly people who enjoy your music then? Um, they tend to be. To they do tend to be pe people of a certain age. Um, uh, yes, if you go to one of our our performances, um, <clears throat> we haven't done that many in the last two years, as you can imagine. <laughs> but we did one in August 2021, right. which was a absolute triumph it really was and we actually sold tickets for it we had a full house Whoa. we had about 80 people and average age probably about 50 
So where did 55. you perform this? In this was um, All Saints Church Hall in Harpenden. Harpenden. Mm -hmm. And we, uh, they paid tickets and we arranged for fish and chips to come in uh, in the middle of the evening. And so that was obviously partly what their money went towards. Yeah. And the, we, what we had as an excess, we, uh, because we'd actually held this, this gig as a farewell to our drummer, who he and his wife were retiring to East Anglia, yeah. um, we asked them to nominate two charities they'd like to benefit. Mm -hmm. So we were delighted to actually be able to make a very sizable sum oh, of money lovely. shared between two charities which were important to them. I think that people who were not used to giving um, lose out because, or if they can, if they're able to give, because there is joy in giving, isn't there? Tremendous, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's there is a, an awful lot of unrecognisable to the, to the average person, unrecognisable benefits. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we have music. We have um, dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm piecing together the jigsaws of your life. Yes, you? well, this is a catch-up after all, Absolutely. isn't it? Absolutely. Yes. Now, at one time, well, I'm sure you do. You know, you care for your community by being involved in a scene. This hopper bus. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. One of my actually, it's now my major uh, charitable activity, volunteering right. activity. Right. Uh, I have done other things in the past, as you probably remember. But, um, yes, the, the, this is the Harpenden Community Bus Service, and it's called the Harpenden Hopper, because it simply implies uh, that you can, as a passenger, hop on and hop off. There are no official bus, bus stops. Right. So, so if you're on the pavement, you, you see say, it, there, they just I... wave a hand, they yes. flag you down, they jump on, and you say, where are you going to? And we guess we have a route. And everybody knows what the route is. Right, right. And they say, oh, can I like to get off near, you know, near the George yes, or just yes. opposite Sainsbury's, please, or wherever it is. Right, right. And we just let them off and that's it. And if they're bus pass holders, then that's, they obviously don't have right. to pay anything. If they're not, then we only charge uh, um, it's, uh, two pounds for a round trip if they're right. going to do a return as well. Right. How of do they know when you're coming back again? Yes, there is a timetable, okay. which we try. We do try very well, and we manage to stick to it rather well, which actually says at certain these times the bus will be at this point. Oh right, that's clever. It's Ooh. not stopping necessarily, but it will be at <laughs> passing Hello, this, this point. This is me. I want you. <laughs> yes, you have to have good eyesight to make sure you see someone <laughs> yeah. waving. But um, now we're up to the stage, Elspeth, where. <coughs> We, we, we're, we're getting um, maybe something around 100 passenger journeys per week. Whoa. I mean, it's gone over 400 a month now, certainly. So um, there's several of you involved. Are um, you a driver? I'm or one a... of the drivers. There are 22 of us, Gosh. volunteer drivers, and we're arranged with a rotor. Um, in the typical month, I will do two afternoon sessions. Right. And an afternoon session, or a morning session for that matter, involves two uh, runs through the route so one yes. run then another run and, yes. and the, that's you've just been down three hours doing that mm. you must have your regulars then oh definitely yes yes and i'm on first name terms with quite a few people but for many of these people elspeth and this is one of the reasons that the whole thing was dreamt up to have a community bus service means that people who live alone actually can have some contact they can get out if they're not dependent on their own their own feet or 
other transport if they have it. Mm. But they're able to get out of where they live, down to the shops or down to the centre of Harpenden, mm. maybe meet other people as well. And they're, they're getting social contacts because otherwise isolation is a big deal. Tell me about it. Yeah. Ah, but that uh, you can go on normal buses or perhaps you can't on well, the route you're doing. Well, actually, for many, many people, going on an ordinary bus means they have to do quite a substantial walk to get to the bus yes, stop. I get you, yes. And often that involves hills. If, if not a hill going, then certainly a hill coming back. You know what I mean? Yes. Harpenden's a bit hilly. Right. Harpenden's in a valley, so it's got hills both sides. Yes. <laughs> So they know what you're doing and they will acclimatise to that and the people yeah. near where it stops or temporarily stops will be gladly, glad to use it. Well, they do, and they are, in actual fact, if, if it's getting towards the end of a run and someone actually, you know that they live, because you ask, well, whereabouts do you live actually? I know you got yeah, on yeah, at that yeah, point, yeah. but where do you live? Oh, I live, about, I live about sort of a couple of minutes down that road there. And I say, well... Let's take you to the door now. So Aww. take the bus down, we drop them off at the door like a taxi. Yes. You know, it's, it's there, there's no law to say we can't do that. No. Are there other towns that you know of who, who are doing this excellent idea? Um, oh, gosh, I wish I was better prepared for the question. There are other towns, yes. Yes. Uh, because we modelled ourselves on one of them. Right. And I think it's a little, it's a small town in the Chilterns in Buckinghamshire, not far from Wexham, uh, not Wexham, not far from Aylesbury. It's just outside Aylesbury. I'm trying mm -hmm. to think of the name of it. Princess Risborough, maybe? Right. I don't but know. They I'm are doing... I'm surprised there's not more. Oh, well, there are quite a few around. Mm. Um, probably within any given county, there may only be a couple. Right. But to have a bus that is near your house... Yeah. And taxis are a bit yeah. expensive yeah. or... Main buses take some walking to. That's um, really good. It's also important that anyone considering this sort of thing has a steering committee, usually a charitable, yes. they form a charity. Yeah. And to get on side very early on with the local NHS and the local, um, the local government, be it district council or town council, right. because that's a source of funding. Mm -hmm. um, you know, to obviously, we have two pretty new um, Peugeot, Citroën, 16-seater, excuse me, 16-seater buses. Sounds very popular. Relatively new. They're only about Ooh. two years old. Cool. They're a delight to drive. A delight to... And they're uh, a delight to travel in. Travel in, I'm sure. Yeah. Well done. Because I knew this, you were doing this before when we were together on um, the air before, but I didn't know whether you'd stopped it or continue. Continu yeah, well, yeah. unfortunately, <laughs> the uh, the hopper was, uh, it, it, it did, it was suspended uh, between March 2020, the very beginning of lockdown, yeah, and eight, about a year later, about April 2021, came back. It's there again. Came back, and yes. passengers are still there. And oh. yeah, <gasps> Whoa. it's also used by other areas of the community. We we were doing even during lockdown. A few of the drivers were taking doing runs for one or two of the food banks mm -hmm. to take food quantities distribution right. point yes. to another yes. distribution point. And also the, the Harpenden Trust, which is a local charity mm. looking after people. Well, help really the same sort of clientele that we have on the buses. Mm. Um, Do the normal buses they use it um, uh, mind object to you also doing a bus service? Not in a bit of it, no. Well, I, I don't know about... 
It's different. I don't it's know about the, the, ma- the management or the ownership of the bus company, oh. but certainly the other drivers, are more, you know, just wave at each other. Yeah. They're fine. Lovely. You're mentioning people talking to each other and getting to know each other. That's one way. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking, how far are you connected to others in a church at the moment? Um, well, happily, I'm able to report uh, my faith is in, in uh, Joanne's and my faith are in uh, good shape. Good. Um, despite lockdown, <clears throat> I think for, for several reasons, the most important ones. I wasn't trying to check on your faith. Well, no, I, it, well, actually, <laughs> if you like, the practice of our faith yes. is in good health. Right. Um, we are, um, our church, which, which is the Vineyard Church in St. Albans, is, has been all the way through lockdown, it's been doing online services. Mm-hmm. And certainly it's had, it continues to now. It, it, it is also doing services you know, um, um, in, in, in the flesh, so to speak. Yes. So there are people turning up at the church at 10.30 on a Sunday morning right. at the same time that that same service is beamed out. Yes. So you get, church, it's yes. a blended, it's a blended um, sort of environment. Yeah. But the other really important thing, Elspeth, is that uh, about a year ago, uh, a little bit less than a year ago, um, Joanne and I had been for some time thinking about starting our own home group. Oh, yes. Which in vineyard parlance we call connect groups. Yes, because um, not everybody is in St. Albans. They're in different places. Exactly. Yeah. And Redbourne did not have one. We were already members of another one, and I've been for, for years now, and I still continue with it. You know, they've got a lot of really good friends. It's, it's, a, it's one that's based in Harpenden, um, or, or variously between Harpenden and Wheatonstead, but I'm... I'm well connected with that group. Mm. But we had talked about maybe having a group for, for Redbourne and we were given the thumbs up from from the vineyard mm. and uh, we got ourselves going. We knew darn well it would be Zoom to begin with and probably mm-hmm. until further notice. Um, so we started in April last year and we have a thriving little group. We've oh, had, you know, it's, it's growing. There are people coming in and... Um, we we and we have actually met in person now, a couple of times. We had a, we met in a pub garden in August last year, and then we had a little get together, a social in our own living room, mm. in Redbourne uh, for some of the more local ones. Oh, so, probably about three quarters of the members are actually in living in Redbourne. And that's where you are. That's where we are. That's where you are. Oh, right. Ah, oh. um, did you manage to? cope with the restrictions in lockdown i mean there's two of you oh, well there's dogs perhaps they come they're a, a bracket extra you, there's no rules about dogs is there you no. can go out with dogs. no no in fact if you remember all that at the time it was wash your hands keep your distance yes get exercise etc etc but not but exercise if you're with too many people if you're, uh, yeah but if you're a dog owner it's a wonderful excuse to get out and walk Yes. Fresh air. Yes. It doesn't matter what the weather's doing, particularly, as long as you've got the right clothes. Yes. Um, but it was, so, so to some extent, those of us who walk dogs every day, it was life as normal. Um, yeah. Good. That bit of it was life as normal. But uh, so I think it helped us retain our sanity. That plus things like Zoom. Yes. Mm. Oh, that's good. And that's where you are. Uh, a few years on from when well, I saw you last. There's also been another big change in my life. Oh, tell me. Tell me. <clears throat> this is actually another lady in my life. She is just approaching two years old. I'm my first and only granddaughter. Ah, 
I have five grandsons, but no granddaughters until two years ago. So she was born at the beginning of lockdown. Her name is Lottie. She's short for Charlotte. And she is uh, the apple of my elder son and his wife's eye. She's number four in their family. Yes. Where do they live? Nearish? They live uh, not too far. They live in North London. Okay. And, um, okay, 2020, we didn't see all that much of them. No. 21, a, lot, a good, good deal more. And bless her heart, she's, she's absolutely adorable. She, as I say, approaching two years old now. Ooh, little Lottie. Uh, yes. Oh, she, lovely. Uh, little Lottie. She's just beautiful. And what's so wonderful is what she's done to the family. Um, she has actually, she's, she's become a focus for all the people in the family. She loves her three brothers. All three of them will readily scoop her up and go and play with her. Are they a bit... Are they teenagers or younger? Two of the four are teenagers. Um, The eldest brother is actually... He's going to be 18 in March. Right. Going to university and stuff. And the next one is 14. They're more like uncle. And the next one after that is... He's going to be 10 this year. Yeah. uh, Little Tom. And they're boys. Uh, yeah. Those three are boys. Three boys and, and a sister. Oh. And they love her to bits. Oh, that is delightful. <laughs> what a nice note. I think we'll end on that lovely note. I haven't asked you for um, all the terrible things that happened to you because you have survived with joy, haven't you? Um, really? that, yeah, that's one way of one's memories. You choose to have your memories oh. with joy. Yes. So thank you so much for um, coming along and doing a catch-up with yeah. me, Elspeth. I Been super to the do last it. One. And maybe, I don't know, I don't know whether dogs would be suit in the studio, but maybe Joanne. <laughs> I'll bring her along. Uh, thank, thank you, you so Elspeth. Much. Thank you so much. My soul's longing to lift you up See you in your holy place I want to hear what you're saying Talking to you one to one Lots of just keep on